with you all day long. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Chris Sheets, Jacqueline Sweeney, and Barnold the Bears. <laughs> yo, 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 yo. I think we're gonna rename you Barnold. I like that name. For <laughs> we you. were talking about names, yeah, and like weird, unique names. And Chris is like, "Well, his name was like Barnold." <laughs> <laughs> kind of a- sounds like Barnacle. <laughs> <laughs> the, the Barnacle. Yeah. If an, Ar- if an Arnold and a Barney ever got together, they'd be Barnold. That's the yeah. way it would work. Anyway, uh, we had a fun show. I just don't want to talk about these three dogs anymore. Mm-hmm. By now, there's a good chance when you listen to this podcast a few hours post yeah. the program. That they're probably, probably already adopted. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Barnold, for that. Barnold's having a stroke. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Not funny. No. Gasket, Gunther, and Goliath are three St. Bernards that are taking the city by storm. Yeah. People are going crazy for this. About them on Global. Yeah. Man, they are adorable. Oh, they're, they're in great shape. They're lean. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Well, they probably were lean because they weren't getting fed properly, I'm assuming. That's oh, why they wound up with the... Yeah, good for them. No. No, I think they're the perfect size. I know dogs. Yeah. Now they are. Yeah, exactly. $300 a month to feed them. Yeah. That's not as much as I thought. Yeah? How much does it cost to feed your family, Chris? Oh, yeah, well, a lot more than that, I would yeah, say. Yeah. yeah, so what's another 300 <laughs> <laughs> That's a lot. Uh, but anyway. Jack then, could use another dog. Yeah. No, no. Yeah. We're dogless right now, and it's it's not the worst thing. <laughs> <laughs> but I am slowly discovering how much work it was. <laughs> I understand what you're saying. So we have a dog. And so, you know what? She's 14 years old. She hates other dogs. She loves people, but she's always been socially challenged with other dogs. So there's just no way we're bringing these three giant dogs into our life. But my wife is always the practical one. But she honestly thinks, she thinks, she knows she shouldn't, but she wants these dogs so bad. Right. And they I think are that's adorable. And Matt's again, Matt's wife said the same thing. It's like everybody's wife wants these dogs. Yeah. My wife's about to pop. Yeah. Have baby. our first kid. Yeah. And she's like, let's get through St. Bernard's. <laughs> <laughs> she's in the nesting phase. Is that what it's called? <laughs> oh, yeah. I hope my wife's not. Enjoy the podcast. <laughs> this is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Good morning. Cloudy today with a chance of flurries this afternoon and a high of one, but there's a wind chill. It's going to feel like minus seven as you go to work and school this morning. Well, in just a week, cannabis will be legal here in Canada. An Edmonton-based cannabis producer is highly optimistic about the new industry. Aurora Cannabis says Canada will be a world leader and Edmonton and our province will be at the forefront. The Aurora facility just outside of our city is larger than 16 football fields. City councillors have barely decided that this winter's snow and ice removal program will keep going, despite a lot of controversy about the formula being used. This year, salt won out over sand. Council was told that killing the program would increase costs about $20 million over the next four years. The city intends to use less salt this winter, but... They, uh, yeah, the city intends to use less salt this winter, rather. Sorry. In sports, the Esks are playing this weekend. You can win your tickets for the Saturday game coming up at 635. And are you looking to add three times more love to your home? If so, the Edmonton Humane Society might have the answer. They are looking to rehome three St. Bernards. And because the animals are bonded, it's required that they all go to the same home. Jamie Blair explains why. We did see a lot of signs of the fact that they do better together. So they were panting, not necessarily eating, looking for each other, different things like that. So it was determined that it would be best for them to go to a home together. Mm. 
Gasket, Gunther, and Goliath have a combined total of 350 pounds and could come with a monthly food bill of up to $300. Matt's wife was on this. My wife was so on this. She is the practical one of the two of us. I'm Mm -hmm. the impractical one. And so she's like, honestly, I said, well, first of all, we've got a 14-year-old dog who hates other dogs. Oh, yeah. We can't bring these three dogs onto our acreage. I said $300 a month. If I was doing the quick math, if these dogs were all to live another 10 years, be well over thirty thousand dollars in dog food. Your vet bill would be another probably fifteen or twenty. Probably. You make that back in love, Chris. Oh, and that's what she's. She's like, who cares? Like she was like, who cares? I said, I, you know. And then I said, where, where? You can't let them in the house. They would destroy your house. She says, no, no, no. They could be outside. I said, our dog. We've got one like dog house, and they couldn't even fit in it. They like they need giant dog houses. She just. She was like. Let's figure it out. She was like, I don't care. And I'm like, you are the <laughs> practical one. But she's, you see those St. Bernards and you cannot they look lovable. want them. And the fact that the three brothers want to be together, it's like beautiful. These are the perfect show dogs. Yeah. And they wouldn't fit at Jack's house. Yeah. Wouldn't fit at my house. Yeah. So they have to stay with you, Chris. Oh, you'd have show prep every day. What did the three dogs do? Well, they <laughs> took down four poplars. Just... And you, if you called the, the yeah. main society, you'd yeah. be first in line just because oh. you usually your little throw your weight around there. Maybe you should try. (laughs) I think we should totally convince Chris to get these dogs. Yeah. uh, It just, it makes so much sense. (laughs) (laughs) Our our kids are leaving and we just bring, honestly, it would be easier adopting three children, I think, than it would be. I I, I know that. I don't know. These guys don't talk back. Well, I know, but. The dogs poop outside the house. Like, like, (laughs) well, maybe for the most part. (laughs) Like horses. Like, can you imagine? Like, yeah, you would just, your lawn. I can't even, I mean, and I don't know why I'm saying this. Then I see them and I'm like, oh my gosh. But you couldn't take, like, I like taking my dog to the river on the riverboat. You couldn't put those three dogs in a riverboat. Why not? They're 150 pounds. You can't lift them onto a boat. They can get on themselves. How? I guess they just, like, they bound. (laughs) Ramps. (laughs) System of ramps. Yes, your whole house will be ramps. So many questions. But the fact that, like, my wife's like, like, seriously, yeah, she's like, I I can't, she's like, she wants these dogs. And everybody. You want them too. You're just trying to, you're making a pro-con list. Everybody, what, what would my dog do? Like, seriously, she She'd just... fine. Oh, that would be it. No. She just, I don't know. Croak? Rump <laughs> oh, Hey, don't talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> She'd run away. All right. How'd you get your dog? Is there a strange and unusual way you got your dog? Like, I don't know. Not like these three big dogs, but... I mean, Matt's we, dog came with his girlfriend, right? Yeah, the dog adopted me. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't tell my, <laughs> so my beautiful nice. wife, Sam... Yeah. That I was both allergic to her dog and cat when yeah. we first started dating. You just loved so her. So I went to their house and had like three antihistamines before I went in there. You loved her so much. I just couldn't help myself. Our dog came with the acreage, right? We She was oh, there yeah, before that's us. Right. So when we bought the acreage, they said, hey, would you want to keep the dog? And we did. And it was the best thing we ever did. Your dog's come when to you I had my dog, choice? yeah, one one Chihuahua I searched out and I bought her in a diner. Yeah, and the other come again. Yeah, <laughs> was she in a little purse? I'll take that uh, like two sunny side eggs, some bacon, and a Chihuahua. Yeah, this Chihuahua Bella, she ate scrambled eggs and she was in this guy's jacket. Taco Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> That's the most sketchy dog buying I've ever. <laughs> the other one was from the Humane Society. We had actually, I used to work in television news yeah. and we were doing a news story on them, Not and then I decided deal. to adopt them. All right. What about you? How'd you get your dog? Uh, we'd love to hear from you this morning at 103.939 or call us at 780-421-1039.
Yeah, those three St. Bernards. Now I'm going to be trolling diners for chihuahuas. <laughs> uh, yeah, the story that's uh, literally taking over the city are these three large St. Bernard dogs at the Humane Society, and they need to be together because they're three brothers, and as soon as they're not together, they like they just start to panic, basically, right? They said that if they are separated, probably one would escape to try and find the other. One St. Bernard is a big uh, undertaking as far as owning it, but three would be a gigantic, and now you guys are starting to put the peer pressure on me, <laughs> just like my wife. I don't really think that she really believes that it's the right thing to do, but she can't she, she can't help herself. Just go and check them oh, out. Yeah. Like, yeah. Just give them a pet. You know, that's the great thing. Once you see dogs, you usually decide not to have them, right? right. Like, you're like just you. looking. <laughs> Sorry, dogs. Gotta go. We did that once, actually. We did go to a pet store with our kids. I saw a beautiful dog. and Never then we, take your children. No. That's game over. I know. But they, yeah, we ended up not getting the dog, which was actually shocking. It was, what happened that's to the surprising. Dog? Well, no, it was at a pet store, so I'm sure it was fine. Somebody else probably paid $700 yeah, for it. Yeah, sure at it least. I'm sure it was all good. Anyway, we're looking for your uh, strange and unusual ways that you've gotten your dogs, and we're getting some uh, great stories this morning. Yeah, Denise texts in and says, when it comes to larger dogs, I've grown up with Newfoundlands. At one point, we had seven, totaling over 1,000 pounds of dog. What? Well, I swore I would never have a big dog like that when I was on my own but I was flipping through the paper and a beautiful Newfie cross uh, was in the paper so I called just out of curiosity and they said that he had been on hold for three weeks. Well I asked her to confirm with the people that wanted him and ten minutes later she called and we made arrangements to meet. Well my Sherman tank is now my mama suck and I couldn't be happier. Mm. Also I told my husband that he was a medium sized dog, 140 pounds. You mean the dog's bigger than her husband. That's pretty funny. I think what, like, she lied to him and said the dog was going to be small. Yeah. And then the dog was very big. Oh, yeah, yeah I get it now. All right. Hey, yes, Kayla, what, how'd you find your dog? Six. Oh, hang on a second. <laughs> that Kayla, cash cow. Kayla, the cash cow. <laughs> Talking dogs, not cows. Kayla. First dog that my mom got after she had me. We went to a, we were meeting someone at a Timmy's to pick up the dog back in the days of like phone books and no Facebook. And we got to the Timmy's and the guy threw the dog out the window and sped off. Ooh. Her name was Sadie. She yeah. was uh, a border collie and she was terrified of everything for the first two years. Yeah, I don't blame her if her owner is mm-hmm. throwing her out the vehicle, right? Thank goodness yeah. you were there. Yeah, she was about a year old when we got her. A wow. new meeting to dog catcher. <laughs> this is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Talking about these crazy, this crazy story of these three uh, giant St. Bernard dogs uh, that uh, everybody is, thinks that they really, really want, but nobody really can do it. It just doesn't make sense for so many people. Especially, it's spe- it's got to be a special home to take these three big boys. Yeah. Yes. I was going to say, especially here in the city. I mean, these yeah. dogs need space to run, yeah. and the three of them, 350 pounds of dog. Yeah. Somebody said that they had three of them uh, on Facebook or wherever they're commenting about this. They said they had nine acres, and they said, I don't think, I, I don't, I, they couldn't take one more. Like, nine acres seemed to be about the right amount for three wow. of those big dogs. So, I've only got three acres, so. That's one dog. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but uh, how did you, how did you get her? How did you find your dog? Or how did your dog arrive in your world? Some neat stories coming in to 103.939. My wife's relatives had this beautiful little Jack Russell dog that their little boy was just mean to. You could see the dog was not happy. So my wife and I offered that if they didn't care too much about the dog, we would take it. Well, needless to say, they gave us the dog that was over five years ago, and it was the best thing we ever did. This dog is such a wonderful addition to our family. Sounds like they should have kept the dog and got rid of the kid. <laughs> oh, um, I don't think you problem. can do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can. It works the same way. Yeah. 
<laughs> Same kind of idea. All right. Uh, text us at 103939 or call us at 7804211039. You're not going to believe how somebody got a dog. They're going to share their story next. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Yes, it's the talk of the town. These three St. Bernards that need to be adopted together because they're three brothers and they need to be together. So how hard could it be to just adopt uh, <laughs> over 300 pounds of dog, right? Yeah. Yeah. So uh, anyway, the Edmonton Humane Society is uh, looking for a, a, a good family for them. And we're looking for your stories about how you got your dog this morning. Rob from Lamont texted I love this story. I found a seven-week-old husky shepherd in a ditch on a back road. She has one blue eye and one brown eye and black and white. Lots of vet trips from front frostbite, but she just turned two. She is my best friend and she comes everywhere with me. She even comes to my work. Long story short, best wrong turn I ever made. There you go. You know, it's a great story. The husky's getting frostbite. Yeah, Yeah. that's a great story. Thanks for doing that, Rob. You're a good man. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. What's the biggest cash prize you have ever won? Jack. Nothing. Okay. <laughs> That's all. You've won a 50-50, haven't you? I have dreams of winning the big 50-50 at the Oilers or Eskimos. I've never won. It is true. I won one 50-50 at an event, a charity event that I was emceeing, and I gave it back. Yeah, that was the thing, right? <laughs> I'm written rule. you got to give it yeah, back. You got to. you got to give her back. Uh, it was about 100 bucks. What about you, Matt? Uh, I don't condone gambling. I, you're, I think you quietly are a gambler. Okay. Yeah. Just called me up for being a gambler. I, yeah. Are you? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I, would like it, I, I don't go out of my way to go to the casino, but yeah. you know, if I happen to be in one, I'm going to throw down a little cashish. All right. I think I've won about four or five hundred bucks playing roulette. But let me tell you, that's I've, amazing. I've given that back. Yeah. Yeah. Those casinos are big for Most a reason. Definitely. It's not because everybody wins. Seven eight zero four two one one zero three nine. What about you? What is the biggest cash prize you've ever won? Uh, you can also text us at one zero three nine three nine, and we can give you a chance to win up to a thousand bucks for the cow. Coming up at seven. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. My name is Chris Sheets. Jacqueline Sweeney's right there. Matt DeBurs as well. And we got the cash cow standing by. Here's the challenge for us right now. Uh, we were asking about the uh, the biggest amount of cash you've ever won because you can win about th- up to a thousand dollars cash mm-hmm. with the cow coming up at seven o'clock and uh we weren't getting a lot of response on the text line at 103939 and then we realized that the texting isn't working which was quite a relief for us because when all of a sudden you don't hear from anybody you're like ghost and we town love city. hearing your story what is going on so if you have texted us with a, your your story about your cash uh hopefully it'll come soon and this might change how we play the kiss and cash cow coming up at the top of the hour we're gonna see, correct oh, i think a text just i think maybe they're starting to come through so that's a good sign anyway um we'll let you know about that coming up in moments. I can tell you the uh, biggest amount of cash that I have ever won was $1,000, and it was at the Nate playoff draft once. I uh, played the... It wasn't actually with the playoff draft. It was the year draft for hockey, and I'd have won the... How ten- many people? Uh, thousands played. Really? It's the Nate draft, and I, I finished the, in the top uh, 10, so I got $1,000, and it was pretty awesome, but I was Dino Cicerelli away from winning the whole darn thing. How much that would net you? I was a $10,000 then, Ooh, right? No good. way. Because you picked, you picked all these different boxes, and you picked your guy. I remember And those. I remember I picked Stu Barnes, who played here. Out of boy, Stu. But if I would have picked Dino Cicerelli, I would have won the $10,000, and it still kind of haunts me Dino. a little bit. But the 1000 bucks is great. Especially I, for a poor college kid. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. I, and I played with the two other guys. We all put our money in, so we had to share the Oh, that's rough. Bucks. Yeah. The old split ski. Yeah. <laughs> I had a buddy. Yeah. This is a true story. 100% true. Goes to an oil game as everyone everyone does gets 50 yeah. 50 ticket yes there was a guy who's like 
got to the 50-50 dealer at the same time as he did. Yeah. And the guy's like, no, 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 you go, you, you go ahead, you go ahead Uh-oh. to my buddy. Uh-oh. He's like, oh, thank you so much. So my buddy buys his $20 for his tickets and leaves. Yeah. And they call the number at the end and he sees in succession the numbers. Uh, and then the end of his last number yeah. was the start of the winner number. <laughs> so he was one away. So that guy who was polite and let the man let him go through won the 50. I thought this was like urban legend. No, it happened to my buddy John. All right, let that be a lesson. Never to you. bring it up to him because he gets <laughs> devastated. Oh, was it like 60 or 70 grand? I think it was like 54. Yeah, uh, all right. <laughs> Just 54. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. All right, this is fun. Don LaBelle joins us on the phone right now, and a beautiful mom-son moment uh, we could hear <laughs> off the air where you were actually saying goodbye to Riley. Riley's 10 years old, and he's heading on the school bus, and he was a little confused whether he should maybe stay because if mom wins some money, maybe, Ooh. you know what, maybe it's going to be a day off school. You guys go to West Edmonton Mall or something, you know? Yeah, that's what he was thinking. Yeah, <laughs> but, you, but you said, love you, Riley. Bye-bye. Get on the bus. Uh, yeah, he, he didn't want to go. Mom's got to concentrate right now because uh, you can win up to $1,000 with the return of the kiss and cash cow. And again, we're just going to go stall after stall after stall, and you got to try to milk out as much money as you can without her kicking the bucket. If she kicks the bucket, then you don't get anything. Yeah, that would suck. Yeah. All right. Well, we don't want that to happen, but are you ready to play the game? You're ready to play? Yes, I am. Okay. Are you ready for stall number one? Yes. Here we go. $50. Okay, 50 bucks. I keep going. Yeah, you don't want to. <laughs> You're going to risk it all for stall number two, huh? Yeah. Uh, all right. $150. Okay, guys, 150 that's a bucks. Good jump. Yeah, that's a good that's a good that's a good start, right? What was yesterday? Last night, yesterday. What was yesterday's with Greg Reynolds? With Greg, three hundred. All right, three hundred, and then we okay, again. Let's, yeah, let's go. All right, let's go. <laughs> let's go. Two hundred dollars. Okay, two hundred dollars. Now the question is: You want to keep your two hundred dollars? You want to risk it all and go for another stall? Uh, I want to go for another stall. You do, eh? <laughs> I like right. your style. She's, she no, she wants. She must have a bus to catch too. Here we go. <laughs> $250. Hmm. Keep going. Keep going? Oh. Yep. All right. <laughs> $350. I, lo- I love the way Jack's wincing. It's like it's her money. <laughs> decisions, decisions. <laughs> oh. This is terrifying. What's that? I'm doing the exact same thing. Oh, what are you going to do? Uh, I'll go for it. What? Oh, yep. Okay. Are you guys ready for this? No. All right. I don't, I've lost track of what stall we're on, but we're, we're going we're gonna to go to another one. $400. Oh, my goodness. Hmm. Um, one more. Okay. Hundred dollars. Oh. oh my Atlanta! <laughs> stopping. I'm totally stopping. You're totally stopping. That will give me a good shopping spree. I'm good. Yeah, yeah. and maybe pick Riley up from school. Okay, mm, maybe. So a hundred percent. That's a free day from school right there. Yeah. I think. All right, hundred percent. You're done. You're done. Hundred percent. I'm uh, done. All right. Well, here's the part where we find out where it could have gone. Okay. All right. Six hundred dollars. Okay. All right. Of course, she says. <laughs> All right. 
All right. Okay. Well, that's good. I think I think you did pretty good. You did a pretty good job for a virgin dairy farmer. You did very good. I think you got enough out of that thing. Five hundred dollars. Good job, Don. Congratulations. Thank you. Seriously, go pick Riley up. He wants to be picked up. Yeah. All right. Nice. This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Jack, now you were in Kelowna on the weekend. I was, and, yes. Uh, you literally tried to do everything humanly possible with your daughter. Um, <laughs> for the gram. For the gram. For the gram. We just like getting out and, and doing things instead of just sitting at home and, yeah. and visiting with grandparents. I prefer to be out and about, especially if we've made the trip to Kelowna. Mm-hmm. We want to explore all the sights and sounds. And she's got her favorite things like Davidson Orchards and now, the kangaroo farm. I just want to ask you a question because she's adorable. <laughs> well, her Don't favorite things is, Mother, but, I'd how, love to go to Davidson Orchards. How, how do we know these are her favorite things? And I see these pictures. <laughs> And she she always looks like she's confused, like because <laughs> like, like, why are we here again? I'm, I'm guessing Mom has got like this strange face when you're taking the pictures. But anyway, these are her favorite things. She just doesn't know it yet. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. she can't really talk, but it's her favorite things. Okay, got it. Okay, sure. okay. So one of her favorite things is fish, apparently. Yes. Well, we decided to take a new adventure, and about an hour and a half outside of Kelowna is the Adams River Sockeye Salmon Run. And yes. so in my head, I'm like, oh my gosh, it's going to be like you see in the movies, and the river is red with salmon, and there's bears grabbing them and it's going to be so exciting for her okay. like, sna- like bears just snatching salmon straight yes, out of the air exactly and it only happens once a year sounds and like so- a great place to take a two year old where the bears are <laughs> they're snatching gonna, the they're fish gonna, she's going to love watching my that. stepdad was concerned about he was, that eh? he's actually. like you got your bear spray with you <laughs> so we go there we drive an hour and a half wow. we're kind of like oh and an hour and a half with a toddler in the car it's is exhausting drive. Yes. so we get there and we're so excited and so we go to this <laughs> viewing point and I'm like Okay, <laughs> where are the salmon? There was four, four. <laughs> in the river. How big yeah. are we talking? Like, they were big. You could see them. They were yeah. definitely bright red, and you could point out one, two, three, four. Yeah. But I was like, where is the river of salmon? <laughs> right. And where are the bears? Yes. There were was nothing. A, was it like break time? Or like- no. There, and it was so busy. I think lots of people were secretly disappointed, but wanted to like, oh, well, we came here just to see the beauty of it. I was like, what the heck is going on? <laughs> but somebody did tell me that we were a little early and we should have waited a few weeks. Okay, so you got to go back. Yeah, like, the Adams River, wait a couple weeks before you go and uh, expect salmon. All right, it was pretty disappointing. And of course, Kennedy had been waiting her whole life to see it, so I she know. was really disappointed. It was a sad car ride home. <laughs> she got a t-shirt. Okay, that's all that matters. <laughs> Does a bear sell to her? <laughs> I wish. 780 or text us at 103.939. We don't like to talk negative all the but but you know what? What is that one thing that you saw, that tourist attraction that disappointed you. Yeah, like so excited. Yeah. And then it was just... Yeah, Matt, you're always disappointed, so there's got to be something. No? This might cut Chris to the core. Uh-oh. But mm. I remember as a kid yeah. going to Disneyland for the first time. <laughs> oh, you are not going here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing it. I'm doing it. Like Disneyland, not Disney World. You go to Disneyland yeah. and like you watch Disney movies and you see yeah. the castle in every single picture. Yeah. You expect this castle to be absolutely ginormous. Yeah. The one in Disneyland yeah. ain't that big. All right. You're drunk. I'm not even touching this. I hear Disney World's castle's way bigger. Yeah. I had a great time at Disneyland. Don't get me wrong. And I enjoyed it thoroughly. But I thought the castle would be bigger. All right. You were disappointed by the size of the castle. 
It isn't that big. At Matt loves his castles big. Apparently. <laughs> okay. Well, what about you? Was there ever a tourist attraction um, that uh, disappointed you after you got all fired up for it? Like the uh, the river that the salmon run. Do the swimming in. We'd love to hear from you. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Yeah, Jack uh, in Kelowna this past weekend went to the Adams River Salmon Run, and she was disappointed there was just not enough salmon running and no bears eating the salmon. <laughs> it wasn't like the movies. But again, it was the hour and a half drive. Uh, yeah, I think so. Probably. That, uh, so we're looking for your disappointing tourist attractions. Yes, lots of texts coming in for the Mona Lisa. This texter says it's obviously beautiful and breathtaking, but it's so small and almost impossible to get up close to. That comes from Brianna. Hmm. Another texter agrees. It was kind of just meh, not very big and behind so much glass kind of disappointing see it's like an eight by ten that's tiny well, and the least oh, she yeah. could do is smile too right like <laughs> yeah, seriously geez you drive all down. this way for her <laughs> this is the kissing country chris jack and matt podcast you win some money you might be able to go on a vacation you go on a vacation you might be disappointed at something you see like jack uh seeing the salmon you were you were just expecting more uh, more salmon apparently yeah. we were just too early but i was expecting a salmon run that was bright red with bears yeah how many people were there <laughs> it was a lot yeah. it was packed Do you have to pay no okay no, so I that was okay. No. Yeah, you're, <laughs> I didn't you're, mind that you're part. frugal. I knew you wouldn't pay. <laughs> yeah. uh, what's the disappointing uh, tourist attraction you've seen at 103939? Steve from Drayton texts and says, The Enchanted Forest is not nearly as amazing as it used to be. We were on our way back from Victoria this past summer. Mm. Stopped at the Crazy Creek Suspension Bridge as well. I was so stoked to show the kids and watch my wife, who's afraid of heights, yeah. squirm and scream. But it was closed. Sucked big time. Oh. What's the Enchanted Forest? Oh, it's on the way to Kelowna. I forget what highway it's on, but it's like BC area. And does it and have the little, like the little, the, is that the one? Miniature like the, World. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. yeah. It's yeah. got everything. I think yeah. I have seen that. Yeah. Alana from Leduc says, I remember going to Drumheller as a kid and seeing the largest, coolest dinosaur and decided to go back when I was 19. Well, I was very disappointed as I remembered it being so much bigger and cooler and looking real. <laughs> Thank you for that story. That reminds me of when uh, my brother and I were little, like four and five years old. Uh, we went to Disneyland and we liked the castle. We weren't thinking it was disappointing. But anyway, that's just a thing. of <laughs> little shot at me. All right, carry on. <laughs> Don't take runs at Disney. Anyway, um, on, on the way back, uh, my... My dad and mom took us through this drive-through tree in the Redwood Forest, Chandler uh, Chandler Tree, and I remember it being absolutely incredible. You drove your car through this Redwood Tree. It was That's that so cool. big, right? And so then uh, years later, when we took our kids down to Disney, I wanted to re- reenact this. So we went to the tree, and I'm like, "That's the tree." Oh man, <laughs> <laughs> it's not the same. But you're driving through a tree. Uh, I, I, I don't get me wrong, but it's just again, it's the same kind of idea. It's like that dinosaur in Drumheller, the one that you can crawl up. Yes, you, right? yes, and they said they didn't they remember that there was way more stairs and it was way bigger yeah i was just there i thought it was huge yeah well anyway (laughs) maybe it's just the first time seeing it is different than again and there's a lot more stairs when you're five that's true they're bigger this is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Yeah, we're talking about disappointing uh, tourist attractions because Jack was kind of disappointed by the salmon run. Uh, I don't think the salmon run really let you down. I think you had high expectations. <laughs> Which is a good analogy for my life. Undersell, <laughs> <laughs> over-deliver to yourself, Jack. <laughs> I really should. What's your story? Lynn from North Edmonton says, I was disappointed at the panda display at the Calgary Zoo. I don't like how they have the enclosures designed. Hmm. It's probably more for the panda and less for you. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. No offense. Yeah. But nothing, you know what never disappoints? Huh? The hippopotamuses. Oh, mm-hmm. man. I could watch those hippos swim for hours, honestly. It's, it's one majestic, of the really. things you have to do <laughs> that will yeah. never disappoint 
is go with Chris and see the hippos. Yeah. He just raves about them. <laughs> he loves hippos. Well, they're so big, but then when they swim, they're just so majestic. Beautiful. Yes. Right? Yes. It's just, I don't they know. float. They're my spirit animal. They really are. Yes, Christy. We went to PEI a few years ago, and we had, I mean, we had gone down east for more than just this reason, thank goodness. But we just happened to notice, I think it was near Cavendish, they have a wax museum. And we thought it was going to be like Madame Tussauds in Vegas. Yes. It was more like the Madame Tussaud Reject Museum. Oh. It was so bad. Who's in it? <laughs> oh, gosh. I think, well, they had just your regular, I don't know, Brad Pitt. You know, Julia Roberts, but they did not look like them. <laughs> I thought it would be obscure Canadian B-list celebrities. <laughs> is is that Bubbles or Don Cherry? It's hard Ooh. to tell. <laughs> is that Chris Sheets? <laughs> Just squint. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. Lana, tell us about your disappointing tourist attraction. My aunt and I were in Italy, and you know how you think, oh, hey, let's go to the Leaning Tower of Pisa. <laughs> right. Well, it's leaning. But it was very disappointing because it was almost falling over. And <laughs> yeah, go figure. You couldn't go on top of it. You couldn't, nothing, right? And it was actually very disappointing to go all the way to Italy and think, of, <laughs> I'm going to the Leaning Tower of Pisa. Right. I just love the fact was, that you said it was disappointing because it was leaning. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I want to see the straight tower of Pisa. But could, did you not get the picture everybody takes oh, where it looks like you're holding it up? I love those. Well, the only problem is, is you couldn't get anywhere near it because it's falling over even further. <laughs> Than it's to. It just Uh-oh. keeps leaning. <laughs> we better go yeah. see that. <laughs> this is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Yeah, talking about disappointing tourist attractions. Yes, somebody mentioned the Eiffel Tower. They said during the day it's super underwhelming. However, the Eiffel Tower at night is a whole new story. It is so beautiful. Mm-hmm. Someone also gave us a warning on text at 103939. They said mostly when it comes to world's largest, it means it's going to be disappointing. Unless it's the egg in Vegreville. <laughs> or right. the giant baseball bat at 111. Or the sausage, or the sausage in Mondaire. Shout outs to Nietzsche's. Oh, yeah. That or the giant one. cowboy boot. Yeah, but other than that. <laughs> or the giant <laughs> <laughs> this is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Sometimes uh, your trips uh, to places aren't as awesome. You get all excited about a tourist attraction like Jack did uh, this weekend in Kelowna, and then you went and saw the salmon, and it was kind of underwhelming. Yeah, we went to we boat, drove about an hour and a half to the Adams River Salmon Run, and there was four salmon. Yeah, I was expecting a river full Big of ones, red. Though. Yeah, they were big. But you're and you're not typically you just you just whatever it is, you're like, oh, you're not Matt. Like Matt tries to find a problem with things. And you <laughs> Thanks you, for no. bringing me into this. Would you not agree? Yes. Yeah, but. okay. But still. So anyway, but yes, it, it must have been pretty underwhelming. So we're looking for your kind of underwhelming uh, stories and we're getting some great ones. Yeah, Hollywood Boulevard was so disappointing. I expected the Walk of Fame to be a little cleaner, considering that it's such a huge tourist attraction. This texter says they were also very disappointed to drive five minutes to Rodeo drive and see such a drastic class shift and discrepancy. Mm. I hear it's pretty gross, yeah, and there's like some guy in a Spider-Man suit trying to solicit pictures and mm. get money from you. It's pretty pretty nasty there. Mm. I would pay him. All right. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be good insta. What, yeah. about, what about you, Julie? So years ago, we had taken our kids to Yellowstone National Park and R- went and saw Old Faithful. Right. Stood in the rain in the drizzly. It wasn't pouring, but it was drizzly rain for probably 45 minutes. And then by the time it finally went off, my 10-year-old turns and looks at me and he says, well, I've had peas that lasted longer than that. (laughs) 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 Funny kid. Uh, Yeah, coming up the next few moments, it's the story that's taking over the city and Jack and Matt are convinced I have the solution. Mm -hmm. We'll talk about it next.
This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Uh, Chris Sheets, Jacqueline Sweeney. Good morning. Matt DeBurs. There's a lot of peer pressure going on in this room right yes, now. Yes, there is. Again, if Get you're just tuning dogs. in, there's the three St. Bernards. They're uh, brothers, and apparently they cannot be separated because they just love each other so much. As soon as they're separated, they stop eating. They start to pant. Gasket, Gunther, and Goliath. They said if they're separated, they'll break out looking for each other. Yeah. And my, oh. my, my mother, again, my wife is hot to trot on these dogs. There's no reason why we should be the ones to adopt him uh, but my mother-in-law then called and she, after she saw him and she's like if I was 15 years younger I would <laughs> I would take these dogs I would take them and I would love them and like you just see them and you just want them but they're lovable you're you not- have a brother-in-law with a couple of big old dogs don't yeah you? yeah they're, they're pretty big yeah hmm anyway yeah. Why did you bring that up? I don't know. Because we're talking big dogs. Yeah. Oh, okay. They, yeah, and they're adorable. There's something cute. They, they've got two uh, two dogs. They're the the uh, Pyrenees, I think they're Great called. Pyrenees, I think. Yeah, and they. But anyway, it's and even Karen said they're adorable because there's two of them, like a brother and a sister, yeah. or a, two sisters or whatever. If these three brothers, it would be adorable. But there's so many things to think about, like the cost of raising them, having the ability to have enough area. I don't know if I've got enough area. We only got three acres. The vet bills, the poop bags. Well, I got like .0025 of an acre and I want to do it. Yeah. That would be good. And and you guys said, well, they wouldn't be house dogs. And I'm like, yeah, our Labrador Retriever we got was supposedly not a house dog either. It just kind of worked its way Surprise. in. Uh-huh. Uh, what is it like owning a big, giant dog? We're asking you this morning. Joe says, well, we had a 140-pound Great Dane. She was so awesome until she decided that it was best to sleep in our bed with us. And we actually had to get a king-size bed. <laughs> Great Danes are supposedly really good apartment dogs because hmm. they don't need a ton of exercise. They're super lazy. Yeah. They don't need a lot of space. You're a spirit animal. <laughs> kind of. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Barrett. I wish I weighed that much. Barrett, what about you? Not too much. I'm just calling the Viking to take my big dog to the vet. Okay. How big are we talking? Well, he's a great Pyrenees, so he's about, he's maybe a year and a half old, and he's 200 pounds. Yeah, that's big. Pounds. That's big. Matt's like uh, <laughs> over 200, so am I. Hey. I'm, I'm about 220 pounds, and let's just say I had to pick him up dead weight because my parents are down in the States. They're truck drivers. Yeah. And I was all by myself. That's Ooh. my that's my question. I've got lots of questions. Uh, thank you for calling about these big dog things. Because, like, you know, you can't, like, a big dog like that, you can't put it in a riverboat and take it in the river, can you? Oh, God, no. Oh, God, no. He he chewed the seatbelts in, ve- in my parents' vehicle, and they have no seatbelts left in the vehicle. The <laughs> only thing that concerns Chris is if he can get a, a dog on a boat. Well, yeah, you have brought that up quite a bit. <laughs> that's, why, that's why I bought my riverboat was for my dog. So Aww. That's ridiculous. Can you imagine... Yeah. Yeah, can you imagine having three dogs that size? Yeah, two of these big dogs like this? No, it, it, I I wouldn't be able to do it. Is he an inside dog? Oh God, no! He takes care of our <laughs> sheep. We, I live on a, I live on a farm. He won't even come up the steps to go into the house. He won't, eh? He's timid and shy. Yeah. Aww. I was going to ask, don't you feel when you go to the vet, you're getting more bang for your buck? Because this is a bigger dog. It costs the same to treat this dog and a Chihuahua. Very true. Yeah. Well, my, like this dog is getting neutered. Yeah. And it's. <laughs> 330 bucks. Yeah. Them some big balls. <laughs> this is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. You may want to win some money if you want to get these three St. Bernards that are up for grabs at the Edmonton Humane Society. I'm assuming they're going to have all sorts of people reach out to. Oh, I'm sure they're basically adopted by now. It, yeah, it doesn't have to be Until me. Chris Sheets walks <laughs> yeah. in. Yeah, stop it. Like, why would you, you're, you know, you're, you're trying to push me over the edge. Because I, I want to visit these three big boys. Yeah. And we're not the only ones. This yeah. text says, Chris, they love car rides, drive throughs Big dogs require less walks as they are super lazy. Chris, you need these dogs. They could tow your boat. 
And I think Lacey would love them. Mm. Your current dog. Yeah. I know she's had an experience with a St. Bernard before. My brother-in-law had one. And uh, Lacey, our dog, just doesn't like other dogs. And she, like, tries to fight him. And she was trying to fight this St. Bernard, but he had no clue. Like, he just thought, you know, she was kind of biting him, but he couldn't even feel it. He just thought it was hilarious. So there's nothing she could really do. And she hardly has any teeth left, too. So, but it would be a real change for her, too. I'm thinking Not for you, but just her. (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) Michelle says, um, we had two St. Bernards, and they were lap dogs. Rolo was 210 pounds and Sadie was 150. I'm praying these brothers get adopted soon. Yeah. By yeah. Chris Sheets. No, don't say that. <laughs> uh, that's the thing. I, you know, I, I wonder if they were indoors. I think that like everybody says, oh, they're not indoors. They're not made to be indoor dogs. They're made to be out in the great outdoors. How big would the dog houses have to be? And would you have to make three? Jack said, that you, you, what did you imagine? I thought it would be so cute for you to have three <laughs> matching dog houses in your yard with little chimneys. I think they'd want one big one so they could all cuddle yeah. up together and stay warm. That yeah. is true. But how? But that'd be... You could do it, Chris. That'd be bigger yeah. than the house that you... That's a couple of two-by-fours, a couple of pieces of Matt plywood. Matt and I bing, will bang, build boom, it for you. Yes, yeah. <laughs> that's the deal. And that's the other thing, too. You'd have all these people promising that yes. they would be there to help, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. You'd have plenty of people coming out the woodwork to help these dogs. Yeah, yeah. And what about my neighbors? <laughs> <laughs> oh, they'll be watching. <laughs> so I don't, have a, f- I don't have a fence either, right? We've got the other fence the the shaw collar fence yeah and i don't think that would work for those dogs they're just unfazed <laughs> somebody did text in we had to use calf shelters filled with hay okay there you go. <laughs> i said to, to to travel with those dogs you'd need a horse trailer like you probably, would right yeah exactly get your minivan you're out. in the market for one of those <laughs> <laughs> i was at ufa yesterday what the heck all right this is the kissing country chris jack and matt podcast yeah, if you missed any of the show, it was a it was a fun one. We talked, of course, about Jack and uh, Matt bullying me into trying to get these uh, Saint mm-hmm. Bernards. Somebody texted and said there's a three dog rule, and I'm I don't know what that means. Does that mean there's you can only have three dogs if you've got these dogs? I that would be think, your only three dogs. But like, maybe that's just in the city. Maybe there's yeah. special rule. You live outside the city, so yeah. and you get a bigger property, so yeah. you, you yeah. may be okay. Like I, I think in Matt and I's homes, yes, you'd only be allowed to legally own three dogs. Interesting. How convenient. <laughs> <laughs> Although, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, okay, well, we'll see. I, it's not going to, it just, again, there's going to be a lineup of people that are way more qualified and it makes way more sense for but them. But they aren't Chris Sheets. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Think well, of the publicity. Yeah. You no. are the man for the job. Mm-hmm. These dogs are waiting for you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> You're not helping. I hope my wife's not listening because she's Aww. crazy for these dogs and she's normally... The whole city is. That's yeah, it's true. It is. It is. Yeah. They're, anyway, um, we'll see where it all comes together. The city of Edmonton has a three dog rule. There you go. There okay. is. is there a three cat rule? Like what about the crazy cat woman that's got I like 20? Not. Yeah. Because I, I intend to adopt several cats in the near future. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> Not the same reaction as the dogs. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> why, oh, do, why don't cats get the 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 thing that they? I deserve? know why. <laughs> no, no, no. You've never had a good cat. You'll turn into a cat That's person right exactly away. Exactly what every single cat person says. You haven't met my cat. <laughs> no, my cat's the best cat. Yeah, obviously. Yeah. But you just need a good cat. Your, your cat scratches you all the time, doesn't it? No, nope. it yeah. sleeps on your face. <laughs> yeah, but that's like a sign of love. Yeah. Oh. Like Just because I'm allergic. Are you sure it's not, not trying to suffocate you? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, little paws around my throat and night. <laughs> <laughs> hey, thanks for listening to the Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. If people want to find out more about Jack, where do they got to go? You can go at kissin underscore Jack, J-A-C-K, on Twitter. What about you, Matt? I'm Matt D. Builder on Twitter. 
All right, because you're building all the time. That's right. How about you, Chris? <laughs> well, I'm at Chris Sheets. Everybody spells my name wrong, S-C-H-E-E-T-Z. And don't forget about this podcast. Yes, you can rate, review, and subscribe so you never miss a moment of all the fun we have. If you enjoyed it, tell a friend. Thank you very much. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Listen live weekday mornings from 5 on Kissin' Country 103.9.